Welcome to the ninth episode of the Synth and Electronic Music Show, brought to you by the Coastal Electronauts, here in sweltering Whitstable. My name's Peter Coit, coming to you from the Sonic Shed, and I'm joined by Clive Warpole across town in his diode den. Uh, hi Peter, from my uh, humid man cave. So tonight we have pieces from Solvent, Public Service Broadcast, Advisory Circle, Ulrich Schnauss, Analog Mechanic, Korea, Jean-Michel Jarre, Anna Meredith, Cristobal Tapia de Vere, John Baker, a bit of Belmonge, some Belbury Polly, the Human League, and we're starting off with some Francois Bale. He studied with Olivia Messiaen, Pierre Schaefer and Stockhausen, and he coined the term acousmatic music, where the source of the sound is unseen and often unknown using acoustic and electronic devices. It's intended to be listened to through speakers with the emphasis on timbre and spectrum. And he was ahead of the group de Recherche Musicales in Paris who still teach and develop devices for experimental music. And this piece is called Philiphony.
Well, yeah, that was a very lively um, piece of music concrete, that, wasn't it? You can hear the uh, Parmigiani influence with all the, the bell, bell tones, yeah. very similar to the uh, incidences of resonances from his Benetara Sorum. We have an early piece from Human League before they divided. I've got a lot of respect for Martin Ware and Ian Craig Marsh. They were sort of the, the original sound of the Human League. I asked Martin Ware what, what he used for the rhythms and he told me that Ian Craig Marsh used, a, used the Roland System 100 to make all, the, all their beats and rhythms, which oh, I yeah. really loved. Oh, yeah. This track introducing the B-side of Empire State Human. <laughs> Turns at the end, doesn't it? Yeah, who, who listening to that would, uh, for the first time, would say, Ooh, Oh, that's a human league track. I mean, it's, it's very experimental. Uh, and I understand when they, when they began, they were much more experimental in their music. Yeah, quite, quite edgy, and uh, did do a few instrumentals. They had one EP, The Dignity of Labour. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which was uh, all instrumental. Mm. Mm. He's a dedicated socialist, Martin Ware, quite outspoken. Oh. Yeah. So, moving on, we've got a piece by Belbury Polly. Yeah, Belbury Polly, uh, it's from an album called The Farmer's Angle. 
hither and yonder. Uh, one of the previous shows, I uh, said I've got a little folder of music that called Jolly Synth Tracks. <laughs> and this is one of the Jolly Synth track, and uh, I love this little track. Um, it's, uh, I do like sort of silly synth music as well. I quite like just listening to people going over the top and using every little knob, twist, button, slider they can on it and just doing, just being silly with them because they can make some very silly sounds and jolly sounds. So this is, uh, yeah, this is Hither and Yonder. Just skiffle. We actually introduced the show there. <laughs> <laughs> when was that made? Hmm. Oh, I think it was in the eighties. Still, mm. it wasn't. It sounds like but a lot of the sort of stuff that do is sort of a bit retro sounding. Yeah, sounds very it, lo-fi. To me, yeah. it sums up kittens in baskets on YouTube doing silly things. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> well, this next track is from the eighties. It's Blamange who. Are Arthur and Stephen Muscombe uh, are another synth duo that I followed as a kid in the 80s. I saw them, at, I saw them play at the Embassy Club in London at an early ro- New Romantic night. And although their sound is defined by uh, Neil Arthur's great voice, it, doesn't appear, it didn't appear on their first release, which was on the uh, influential Some Bizarre electronic compilation that uh, Steve released. You often find things like that, don't you, on the compilations? Oh, a little hidden gem. Yeah, well, there was lots of hidden gems on that. There was Depeche Mode, Brother, Soft Cell, Naked Lunch, Fat Gadget. Oh. Lots went on to... uh, Yeah, this track, apparently they used a Wasp synth, an organ, and a Cork Mini Pops drum machine. Oh, I think I've come across some Mini Pops. Yeah, I looked it up just to sort of... It's like a preset... with uh, Neil Arthur playing guitar over it.
really nice, that, yeah. And then went on to the poppy stuff after that. Yeah, yes, and again, that's what I'm going to say. It's another example of, oh, I love pieces of music and, and you can't actually say, say, pinpoint who they're by because they've obviously got two two sides to the, their musical coin sort of mm. thing and you, you know, you pick up other stuff. So we have a, a track from uh, John Baker from Radiophonic Workshop. Yeah, it was great, John Baker. Uh, a track called New Worlds. And uh, this is a short track and most people won't recognise it, but if you listen to the sort of closing bar, I think most people go, oh, that's where that came from. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's New World Special Adventure. <laughs> it's a bit abrupt to the end, isn't it? A little bit, yeah. Catches you out. But, uh, yeah. Perfect for a news item. So uh, the soundtrack to Belfort's Utopia by Cristobal Tapia de Vere gave a really individual sound and sample packs. So it's quite a distinctive technique he, uh, and sound he came up with. Quite glitchy, lots of vocals, cut-up vocals, sound. So Cristobal... So he's from, uh, originally from yeah, he's, Chile. He's Chilean-born, apparently, from uh, Canada. And uh, he's a multi-instrumentalist, uh, composer, arranger, producer. Yeah, he was, it was sort of new to me when you, when you sort of suggested him for all this. Uh, well, I'd have to see the programme as well, of course. I like, I like the soundtrack. <laughs> this is called Dislocated Thumbs, part one. Thank you. 
love the jazzy, jazzy riff. I do. It's very nice jazzy vibe. If you see, he seems he tends to do dark soundtracks to dark films, and the quirkiness seems to yeah. Was that work well the he was saying in that? I think. Department I don't know. S- sounded like the Parmenes. I remember the Parmenes oh. from the well, what was it? Seventies. Mm. The Meredith is a composer whose signature sound uses sort of intense arpeggiating synthesizers using cross rhythms and stacked time signatures, often, often combining with sort of tuba and percussion. I thought she'd come from a more underground scene when I first heard the track Nautilus, but she's uh, studied music at York and the Royal College, was a composer of, in residence at the BBC Scottish Orchestra, and last year was awarded an MBE. And this track I found from hers, a piece of hers, from the Black Prince Fury EP, called Rhododendron. Yeah, this is uh, Jean-Michel Jarre from his uh, second Electronica, Electronica 2 album is, uh, The Heart of Noise. And uh, this track, I particularly love this track, uh, it's by uh, a woman called Julia Holter, who's an uh, American singer-songwriter and producer and composer and artist, and she's based in Los Angeles. And it's an you know, interesting vocal uh, 
ambient vocal sounds got me in, in this and uh, it's just a, a lovely piece of it. and uh, yeah see, see what others think yeah these these creatures these creatures, these creatures. Yeah, a little touch <laughs> of that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but yeah gentle, but a bit more gentle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, uh, well, on each one, there's a sort of a guest on every track. So I think uh, Jean-Michel Jean obviously plays on on them as well. So part of that was his 
and stuff as well. But he, he, yeah, and it, I like the concept of the album that he, that he sort of brings in his favourite performers as guests on, mm. on each track. It's nice. So we're going on to some uh, real musicianship now. Oh, oh chick, chick career, bit of uh, jazz fusion, um, uh, romantic uh, warrior album uh, from the band band Return for, to Forever. Uh, this one's called Medieval Overture. It's um, sort of multi instrumentalist really, but it, it, um, obviously it's keyboardist. It, it uses uh, mini mode, DX7, micro mode. Uh, clavinet D6 and Fender Rhodes electric piano, but and it's all um, well, easy speaks for itself really. But it's uh, yeah, I really love this piece. Uh, different to a lot of stuff I'll get into a lot. A massive right. jazz fusion. I like it, but yeah, but but this is uh, this one uh, bought this album because I thought it was an amazing album. Like I say, um, our guest a few weeks ago, Martin Elliott, he us on to more of the... Uh... That's right. You inspired, inspired me to, to listen more. Thank <laughs> you. 
Quite some way of writing it down. <laughs> <laughs> so we can take it down back into the world of pure synths with some analog mechanic. Yes, uh, this one's called uh, unusual name Iguanas on Roost. Uh, one of my hobbies is uh, paleontology, and particularly interested in dinosaur evolution. Spend a lot of well, a lot of times, so sometime down in pet level in Sussex, looking for mm. footprints. There are lots of iguanodon footprints down there. A few years back, I discovered a, a trackway of a, of a, with a friend of mine, a trackway of a big predatory dinosaur down there. So Brighton Museum came and researched. It was obviously strolling around there when it was a, with a, an estuary. And... Mm. Um, and I was thinking, sort of sitting on the rock, what it would have been like then, with all these huge animals, which are now known to be the um, you know, same family of birds, yeah. and uh, sitting there, you know, four and a half, five ton animals, sitting on nests, roosting, <laughs> and make what noises they would have made. So I was playing around with uh, my modular system and came up with some sounds that, that may have been their sounds and uh, mixed in with a bit of uh, West Coasty sort of surfy sounds. Ah. That is what came out. This is one take, so I didn't do any more tracking or anything, just played around with it, with, with joysticks and touring machine, disting, and see what happens. Smashing.
sense the roosting and the eggs hatching in that one yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it's, um, yeah I like making sort of visual pictures as well so that's mm. what I was trying with that I have a piece called Beside Myself which was uh, written for a performance by John Paul Zaccarini a performance in the film where he carried a mannequin up a rope and just kept falling down and got more and more tired over a period of 10 minutes. Um, so this piece was reflecting his frustration and, and determination. And it was done in about 2008, quite a long time ago actually now. So, but mm. it's made originally on more acoustic piano and brass, but I've made a synthesizer version which I quite like Thank you. 
that arrangement was actually made for an updated show John Paul did in 2016, his sort of comeback show mm. called Head. After his years of becoming a, a university professor, oh. he started to perform again. It was really nice. He sort of had a real feeling of like a struggle mm. to, yeah, uh, to achieve something, but it was like that. Sort of epic sort of sound of yeah, like a long march or a long journey. Yeah. yeah. So moving on to a piece by Ulrich Schnauss. Schnauss. Yes, uh, Ulrich Schnauss was is a is a current member of Tangerine Dream. They've had quite a change of personality over a personnel over <laughs> the years. Uh, partly because some of them got quite old and, and they're no longer with us now as well. But it still goes as a band, and Ulrich Schnauss. This actually is called Thirst from an album Synthways. I think he did it with Thorsten Quaising, who's also a member of one of the um, sort of older members of um, a Tangerine Dream. You know, he sort of has a crossover from some of the earlier earlier people in the band you know, to, the, to the newer people. So, mm. Yeah, we've got a very Tangerine Dreamy sort of sound.
nice bubbly bed of synths. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, I've tried sort of having a go at that kind of sequencing and it's quite quite difficult with the sort of time and, and sort of time delays and mm. interacting delays. And it's, it's, uh, it, if you cock it up, it can make a real mess of it. <laughs> it's, it's quite hard to do. But, uh, yeah, I did do like that. It's very, it's still very sort of tangerine dreamy. Yeah. Sort of sound. Yeah, it's quite a young member of Tangerine Dreams. It's quite a young chap, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Well, most of the members, uh, apart from Thurston, I think, are, are all very uh, new members, young mm-hmm. members. Yeah. So next we have a piece from the advisory circle. Yeah, this is Ghost, uh, the Ghost Box labels of the advisory circle. I think they played advisory circle before. They use a lot of... Um, public service broadcast tapes and that sort of thing, mixed in with a bit of music from Kirk, conventional instruments, synths, and this one's called, uh, it sounds like the first bit probably came from a children's sort of schools program, Mm. the very beginning, this is called The Lonely Signalman. Sam, they call me. Old Sam the Signal Man. Signal man, he's on the phone. 
air French band about that track, aren't they? Yeah, it, the um, yeah, I like that quite. Well. I think it sounds like a bit of Mellotron in there, doesn't it? Yeah, I think, I think that's Mellotron and uh, and obviously Vocoder. Mm. Yeah, that's nice so we've got another public service broadcasting piece. Uh, yes, this is this is by a band called Public Service Broadcasting, and it's. Uh, a, I think this comes from an album. It's called this one's called Go because everybody goes you know, go around the around the mission control. Go go go! So it uses a lot of that sort of uh, recordings from from that uh, time, and it, it's from the Apollo program, I think. And the whole album is based around that uh, project. So yeah, yeah. And it's got a good way of sort of. It sounds like it should go with the film. This is Apollo Control at 102 hours into the flight of Apollo 11. grown quite quiet here in Mission Control. A few moments ago, Flight Director Gene Kranz uh, requested that everyone sit down, get prepared for events that are coming. And he closed with a remark, good luck to all of you. minutes now until ignition for power descent. Everything's still looking very good at this point. Okay, all flight controllers, go, no, go for power descent. Retro, go. Fido, go. Guidance, go. Control, go. Telcom, go. Jinsi, go. Econ, go. Surgeon, go. Capcom, or go for power descent. We're off to a good start. Play it cool. Okay, I'll fly controllers. I'm going around the horn. Okay, retro. Go. Fido. Go. Guide. saw this they did the problems last year didn't they that's right they did they did yeah and I love that the timing of you know you taking all that go go no go that's brilliant actually yeah. that uh, awesome one that no go pardon go back to you we spent all this money very great great project yeah Stay no, stay off, flight controllers. Retro, stay. So I'm going to our last track tonight, which is uh, by 
Solvent, which is the name used by electronic producer Jason Ann. Did the soundtrack to the brilliant, simple, modular documentary, epic documentary, My Dream of Wires, where he uses different equipment, synths, techniques, and other to follow what's going on in the documentary. Both both with that. Yeah, it's a real synth head. <laughs> both got the four hour version of me. The, yeah, the four hour <laughs> version. <laughs> so, the track I've chosen from the album is the main theme, which is called Theme Gene, which apparently is a combination of the word theme and phonogene, which is a module made by Make Noise that was based on the tape machine instrument from Pierre Schaefer. Oh, I didn't know that. almost like a reel, that. It's almost like a jig. A jig, yeah, a jig. Yeah. Well, thanks very much for listening again. That was episode nine of the Synth and Electronic Music Show, brought to you by Coastal Electronauts. Sorry, so I was going to say, see you next week. A little buzzing, whooshing, clanging, and jingling sound. You can find us on Facebook at Coastal Electronauts. So join us there for more discussions. Chatter, chatter. <laughs> and we see you.
you again sometime next week. Bye bye.